0: well hello friend and welcome back to the unfuck your biz with brayden podcast as always this is your host Braden, and today we are diving back into our profit report now this is a little bit later than usual typically we try to get these profit reports out like the first full week of the month but this month we had well not actually the opposite of a lot of stuff going on i was gonna say we had a lot of stuff going on but really we've been on vacation So I wasn't able to record the proper report earlier because I was out of town. So we are doing it now. And the interesting thing about doing it now is when we get to me sharing my projections for July, well, we're already like more than half, halfway through the month of July. So um, the projection should be, should be pretty spot on this month. Although I'm not like super caught up on my bookkeeping. So it is a little bit of a guessing game. I'll stop rambling now. Um, if you are new to the podcast, newish to the podcast, and you haven't listened to the proper reports before, the reason we do this is because I am a big believer in transparency around numbers. I don't think that everyone should go you know, post their monthly breakdown of their own finances on all their public platforms. I'm not saying that's like a necessary part of business. What I am saying, though, is that I think people need to just be a little bit more open and receptive to sharing their numbers, at least with their like close- business friends, right? So I'm in a couple different business masterminds. Those are folks that help me make really critical decisions in my business. And I'm not sending them like a screenshot of my bookkeeping each month, per se, but they're folks that I should feel comfortable, you know, sharing when I'm having a really down month, or I'm having trouble making payroll, or these are real life things that affect our businesses. And business can be really isolating. Like really, really isolating if we don't have people to have those kind of conversations with. And then also just taking this like taboo ness out of this topic. And then the other reason I do this is is and probably the main reason is because knowing our numbers helps us make really important decisions in our business and helps us understand when we have highs and lows, and when we can expect for um our businesses, our finances to struggle a little bit more, it's going to help us make really important decisions in our business. And a lot of us are not regularly looking at our numbers often enough in order to be making, making those decisions. So I have learned so much about my own business since I started doing those pro- these profit reports. And that's really why I'll probably keep doing them. They've been so instrumental. Um, but also, we encourage our students to now do the same type of thing as an internal reflection. So looking at their numbers, kind of journaling, journaling, thinking about the same kinds of questions I asked myself, even to the point where we are about ready to revamp our alumni program. So RX is our membership. It used to be our main kind of thing. We've now um, gone back to launching our our signature course inside of a like an eight-week container with a six-part framework. It's called Unfuck Your Biz. It's like, the program, not the podcast, obviously. And then after the program, people can join our monthly membership where we help them maintain their finances. And inside of that, we're going to have, I'm actually working on it this week and next week. So I'm not exactly sure what it's going to look like. Well, I do know what it's going to look like. I just, you know, have to get all the the fine tuning done. But what it's going to be is our alumni members will have to do all of uh, their bookkeeping and everything on a weekly basis. We call it Finance Fridays, report that they've done it. They'll need to do these kind of reports uh, internally on a monthly basis, uh, answer some questions in a survey, and then we're going to give people rewards if they keep up with this for a certain number of months in a row, which I think will be a really fun way to help keep people accountable. And then they're going to learn so much about their businesses. Okay. So with that out of the way, um, I want to revisit what my goals were for 2023. This is always fun for me to think back to what I said I wanted to focus on in January, because as you know, things can change pretty quickly. But this year, my first goal was to get to consistent 20k months. So $20,000 in revenue each month by quarter three. So that would be Q3 starts in see June, no, July, August, September is Q3, right? So we're in Q3 right now. Um, So by Q3, I wanted to start getting 20K months, and I am very happy to report, I shared this last month, um, that with the exception of the month of January, so the first month of the year, I've actually hit 20K months every single month this year. So um, way ahead of schedule on that, which has been amazing. I did share last month as well that we always tend to have a dip in June and July. This tends to be our slowest season. We peak in... We peak at the end of the year when people want to set things up for the new year and then again in tax season. So this kind of middle part is where things tend to be a little bit slower. So I had this feeling after May, I told myself if I can get it, if I can get 20k months in June and July, then I think I'll hit it every month of the year, except for January. So the last 11 months in June, we were really close. Um, I'm going to talk more about that um, in a little bit. This month, we're even trending a little bit less. We're going to make a push for it though. So talk more about that in a, in a minute as well. The second goal for the year was to get to $20,000 in monthly recurring revenue by the end of the year. Um, I've shared each month for the past few months that this goal we've kind of set aside because of the way that we've restructured things in the business. With the relaunch of Unfuck Your Biz, Um, we're seeing more occurrences of higher dollar one time payments as opposed to recurring payments. So, all that means is like now, instead of having a lot more people in a $100 a month membership with no definitive end, which would be MRR monthly recurring revenue, we now have more folks doing like a thousand and one, uh, $1 fifteen hundred dollar lifetime payment, right? So, just different way the money comes in, in which case our MRR has been trending down the past several months and we needed to double it to hit that goal. So that's probably not gonna happen this year. We do have a one-on-one legal subscription though where we have clients on retainer. Um, I should count. I need to put this on the outline for the next episode. Let me actually, I can, I can figure this out pretty quickly. And the month of June, how much money did we make in that program? Legal subscription, $3,200. So that's what, 16 clients, 16 times... 16, no, (laughs) 3,200. Oh my goodness, 3,200 divided by 200. Yeah, 16. So we have 16 um, clients in that. We also have one-on-one bookkeeping clients. So what's more likely to happen is um, over the next six to 12 months, our goal will be to like triple and quadruple those programs to eventually get to that 20K MRR. But that's going to now become now become a 2024 goal. Our goal for this year will probably just get be to get it back up to 10K where it was at the beginning of this year. Um, my third big goal was to get expenses under 35%. Year to date, I'm at 40%. So not super far off, not super close. Uh, it, I don't know if I'll be able to get it down to 35% by the end of the year. We're gonna have to have some high revenue, low expense months. And I still have a lot of shit I wanna pay for. So we'll see. Okay. So the way this profit report works from here is we're going to recap what happened in July. I'll share the projection, sorry, recap what happened in June. I'll share the projections that I shared on the May profit report. So the projections that I made for the month of June, what those were, and then how close we got. So what happened in the month of July? Well, I had the Kajabi Summit um, in Austin, Texas, That was, sorry, I keep saying July, everybody, because we're like a month off here. What happened in the month of June? We had the Kajabi Summit in Austin. So that was a pretty last minute trip that I booked for uh, networking, business inspiration. It was really great. Um, I'm at the point in my business now, I've learned, and a lot of you can probably relate. Maybe, let me backtrack. I feel like I went to the first... The first Kajabi Summit, so if you don't know, Kajabi is my um, course platform. It's where I host my courses and uh, my memberships and all that kind of stuff. They did their first summit back in 2019. And that was actually their last one. They hadn't done one since then. And I remember when I went to that one, it was like drinking from a fire hose, I think is the expression. I was trying to take in everything. I had so many ideas, so much stuff I wanted to implement because I was in the beginning stages of my business. And now when I went this time, I enjoyed a lot of the speakers But I really walked away with um, a strategy from, I would say, two speakers that I merged into one. So two speakers talked about similar things. I looked at both their strategies. I kind of merged them and uh, have implemented that in my business. And that was really great because a lot of the other speakers, their topics were things that we've already been doing, which was great. So on one hand, it's like, oh, I I paid a lot of money to go to a conference really for one strategy, but it was also, A, it's a strategy that's gonna make that money back multiple times over. Um, But B, I was there really for connections to have a little bit of a break to get more business information and uh, business inspiration. It's hard to put a price tag on that. Um, Also in June, we had a lot of payroll, a lot of extra projects we've been working on, and that that was pretty much it. So let's go through the projections. I projected, um, let's see here, three thousand dollars in low ticket sales income. So our low ticket programs are our Contract Club. That's the biggest one. That is usually fifty percent or more of the revenue. If you don't already know about the Contract Club, go check it out. All the contracts you need, all in one, pl- all in one place. Just pay the thirty dollar cover, and you're in for life. That's our tagline. So the contract club usually brings in over fifty percent. Uh, we projected three thousand. We brought in seventeen hundred, so just over half. Didn't have nearly as many low ticket sales as we wanted. We also launched our quarterly quickie uh, last month, which was our little ten dollar like mini tutorial on how to pay your quarterly taxes. We have our tax toolbox, which is our tax for beginners. It's like very very tax basics program. Um, We have our like little bookkeeping mini course. A lot of those things, they're kind of hidden. If you go to our website, you're only really going to see the contract club and the tax toolbox um, because we don't want to over, at least where I am right now, I don't want to overwhelm everyone with offers. So a lot of these kind of smaller low ticket -ticket things we have um, tucked away in relevant blog posts. So if you're reading a blog post about um, bookkeeping, you might see a link to our bookkeeping template. You get the picture. Book sales. The goal was to make five hundred dollars in sales of the Unfuck Your Biz book. We did one eighty. Um, I think I initially planned to do another promo email or two that I didn't end up doing, so that was fine. I projected a uh, thirty-five hundred dollars in Unfuck Your Biz income. That one was pretty easy to project because we did our launch in May and we had a certain number of people sign up on a payment plan of three hundred and fifty dollars per month for three months. So, I was able to predict or project pretty easily that we would have um uh, however many people that were on that payment plan. June would be their second month's payment. And then we have our evergreen funnel um set up now, too, so we get some some sales of that in the background. So we ended up bringing in thirty eight hundred fifty dollars, so three fifty over. So I think that was just like one additional payment off. And then I projected six thousand dollars in profit RX revenue, which is now our alumni membership of that program, and we brought in five thousand dollars, so one thousand off. So all in all, I think that is all of our. Those are all of our group programs. We were in total about well, it looks like like two thousand dollars under um, on those projections, but then we were over on our one on one stuff in order to balance out. So we projected uh, two thousand dollars in. Income from tax and bookkeeping related services. And we brought in 5375 So that's where we made up uh, the most. Uh, legal stuff, we projected 5000 and we brought in about 4500 So pretty even. And then consultations, I projected zero because I just wasn't promoting that. And one person asked and we booked a five, one $500 consultation. So all in all, uh, we projected $20,000 in revenue for last month and brought in $21,500, so $1,500 over projection. Now, I shared with you that I almost did not hit my 20K month goal last month. I was sitting at around, I think my my book showed that I made about 17,000 with about four to five days left in the month, and I knew that we were gonna have about 2,000 more coming in based on membership payments and other recurring payments and stuff that would come in. So I knew we'd be at at least 19,000 by the end of the month, but I wanted to, I was like, we were close enough that it was worth me putting in a little bit of effort to get over that $20,000 mark. So I sent out, I think one promo email um, to my email list. And this is a great tip. I think for all of you, I do this, um, every few months, I last month, last year, I think I did it every month for like six months. And I have no shame with it because people seem to not mind it at all. And what this email is, is I basically will share links to these profit reports and say, hey, I share my profit reports every month. Um, I had this really big goal this year of making $20,000 every single month. This month, it looks like I'm going to be about $1,000 off. So, and this is the key for me. I say, so if you've been thinking about working with me or my team, and you've just been putting it off. Um, if this provides an extra incentive for you to help know that you've helped us reach our goal to go ahead and uh, get off the fence and start working with us, reply to this email and let us know how you, we can help you. Or um, if you've been curious about some of the programs that we have and you've just been putting that off on your list, here's a link to some of our more popular low ticket programs. So after I sent that email, I think we, you know, probably like 10 people bought into the contract club and some people bought our various templates and those kind of things, which is always fabulous. And we booked like one or two uh, consultations, which is fabulous. So I'm probably, um, don't want to spoil anything for you, but I'm probably going to have to do that again this month. Um, but I usually start with some, some private invitations to work with me first. Okay, let's talk about July. What we've been working on. So we did, I, I mentioned before that we haven't been working on a lot because we've been on vacation and we... Took two weeks of quiet weeks um, at the beginning of the month. So it was like the last few days of June spilling over through the 4th of July holiday and then over the next week. And I wrote that into my employee handbook with a when I worked with my really good friend Kira at Paradigm Solutions last year before we hired our first employee. I decided... My mindset was, you know, we take this, I usually, I usually take a two week break around the Christmas holidays, I go visit family and I always come back feeling very refreshed and recharged, because I spend that time either to not do any work or uh, to read like business books and journal and think about the goals that I want to set for the next year. And I always feel a lull in motivation in the summertime. And I think it's because business is slow. It's hard to promote things because people just aren't converting, probably because other people are on vacation, right? Doing doing all the fun things with their families. And I was like, okay, well, I want to give myself permission then to also take some downtime in the summer. And then maybe I'll get that kind of refreshed, recharged feeling when I get back. And I'm happy to say that it it worked Interestingly, I, I came back from my quiet weeks a couple weeks ago, and for the next week or two after the quiet weeks, um, I was having a hard time feeling motivated, but I don't know why like this week, uh, Monday hit and I was like eager and ready to go. I think it was because I finally got back in the flow of the projects and I'm excited about what's coming up in the business now, which is the key for me. If I'm excited about what's coming up, then it's a lot easier for me to do work, which is I think probably why... Why I'm always inventing new projects for myself. So those were our quiet weeks. Um, uh, my team basically was fully on vacation outside of managing like our customer service inbox. Um, other things that are happening, we wrap up our spring summer cohort of unfuck your biz next week. So we launched that in like mid-May. It was uh <sighs> eight or nine week program with this cohort because we worked it around our quiet weeks. It's been really amazing. We had 21 students in this program. The folks have been doing great getting their bookkeeping done, LLCs, all that. We're going to do our next really big launch in November, December time. So you can go ahead and put that on your calendar if you're thinking about working with us to fully unfuck your biz. So this is our biggest program to do all the things. But I wanted to let you know if any of you are clamoring, if you're really eager if you want to work with us, we're going to do like a mini cohort in August and I may or may not be talking about this on the podcast coming up because we are pre-selling we've been pre-selling these seats and the background of the business. We've already filled a few seats. Um and my hope it's probably a stretch goal but My hope is that we'll actually have all the seats full before it would even be time to really promote the cohort. So you may not hear me talk about it. So if you're interested in potentially doing it, that's going to start really at at the last week of August, I believe. Send me an email, um, send us a DM, let me know, and we can give you some information about that if you're interested. The really big thing I've been working on the past couple of weeks is moving... This is... One of those projects where I'm like, should I even be doing this? What's the point? But I I did get feedback before I started this. But I've been moving all of our blog posts from our old website, bradendrake.com, to the new website, the Not Your Average Law Firm. So not abglot.com is the new site. And a lot of the blog posts just needed to be updated, fine-tuned. They had like dead links in them, talked about stuff that I don't really offer anymore. So all of that's been great the blog posts are longer, better, more content-rich, more helpful, more easy to read. I think all of the things. So that's been really, really great. And then the next thing we're going to do, or the next big thing I have to do, and I have to figure out how to do this, but I'm assuming it won't be that difficult. I'm hoping I have to set up redirects from our old website to our new website. So a lot of you are probably still going to bradendrake.com whenever you need anything. I can see that from our website traffic. Our new website only gets like 50% of the traffic. So all those redirects, I think, will help. And then the goal is basically to entirely wind that website down within the next like two to three months so that we have everything pointing to one website. That's at least the plan right now. We'll, we'll see what happens. I have some... Um, some, some issues happening on in the background as to whether that's like the best thing for us to do, to be doing, but I won't bore you all with those. Okay. Let's get quickly to July projections. So, like I said, we are, I'm recording this on July 19th. We're about two thirds of the way through the month. Um, I haven't really, lo- I didn't really look at the bookkeeping for July before I did these projections. Cause I felt like that was kind of cheating, even though it's, it's probably not, but whatever. Um, Low ticket sales, I'm projecting $1,500. I just decided to win with what we did last month because I don't think we're promoting things any more than we did last month. We didn't really promote things last month either. So that just tends to be, seems to be our baseline. Book sales, 150 same reasoning. Unfuck your biz, $6,000. Uh, I figured we'll make a f- couple thousand more this month than we did last month. For the simple reason um, that I am doing a joint venture webinar with a friend tomorrow, I might be seeing some of you there. And we're going to be pitching um, Unfuck Your Biz, the next cohort to a group of about 50 people. So if a few of those people decide to join us, um, that would be a typical conversion rate for me. Then we'll see some additional sales from that. And then Profit RX I put at $5,000, again, same as last month, because we're not promoting that right now. Actually, you know what? I might need to change that because uh, all of our new Unfuck Your Biz graduates will be getting offers to join Profit RX, so we might have a spike there if some people choose annual plans. But um, I'm going to go ahead and keep it at five thousand. But that we we may end up doing more there. Uh, tax stuff: two thousand dollars. Legal stuff: six thousand dollars. I just kept those similar to last month's projections as well. And then I'm projecting a total of twenty thousand six hundred and fifty dollars. Now I mentioned that we are likely going to be a little bit short this month. And that really depends on what happens on this webinar that I have tomorrow. So if we have sales on the webinar, we will for sure hit our goal. If we don't have sales, we won't hit our goal. It's pretty nice to know that going in. I'm I'm gonna I'm not gonna put any pressure on myself because I've learned that when I have pressure on myself to get sales in a webinar, it just comes off as like more desperate than helpful. And that's not that's not fun for anyone. So what I am doing regardless is we have a handful of trademark spots that are open um, for August. One of my good business friends I know wanted some trademarks done. So I messaged her to see if she wanted to take the spots. She said, yes, Um, I think we'll still have a couple spots left, but we're pre-booking for August. And if we get those handful of clients, that'll put me over my goal. Um, But I'll still probably send out one little email early next week, like I did last month and invite a couple people to book consultations. And then this way, I'm kind of projecting that we'll, um, with like the two additional trademarks, maybe one consultation and one or two unfuck your biz sales. On the low end, we should hit 20. And on the high end, we could maybe have like a 25k month, but it's probably going to be probably going to be like 20 to 21. So it's a really fun thing, right? About knowing your numbers, tracking everything is you can really make these kind of decisions on a recurring basis. And you might not care to hit monthly goals. That's perfectly fine. The reason I do it, I feel like this this episode's getting a little long-winded, but this is a fun point I want to bring up because I used to talk about this on last year's proper Reports more. When I wasn't focused on monthly goals, what I realized would happen is like this month I could very easily say well July is a slow month so I'm not going to hit the goal I'm not going to worry about it I don't want to bother bother my people I'm not going to pitch to them right um well some people need to be pitched to in order to finally like make the decision and do the things that they need to do a um b it would make me really complacent cuz I would say that in July but then I would say that again in August and then I would say that again in September. And now all of a sudden, I've had three down months, and my bank accounts getting really empty, and things are starting to struggle, right. So for me having like this kind of monthly self imposed deadline to hit a revenue target, it forces me not to be in constant promotion mode, but to at least look at the numbers, like at the 20th 25th of every month and say, How are we doing? And then ask myself, what can I do to bring in a little bit money into the business so that I can run my payroll and pay my people and invest in um, some other people that I want to hire and projects I want to do. That's really, really important. And the other nice thing is once you've built an audience of a certain size, like at this point, we have TikTok and we have Instagram, we have our email list and we have our affiliates. So there's a lot of different channels we can go through in order to make sales and make promotions. So what I try to do... Is I'm not going to send five emails to my email list at the end of every month trying to promote stuff. Instead, one month we might send one email. The next month I might email my affiliates and say, hey, just this week we're increasing affiliate commissions by 20%, or we're going to do a contest. So that way we encourage our affiliates to do extra promotion. So they're bringing us in sales and we're not bothering our audience. The next month, I might just do follow-ups with some people who expressed interest in working with us a few months ago um, that we haven't heard from. So we're just talking to those handful of individuals. So you're coming up with different ways in order to hit your revenue targets. And this is also a great thing to do if you ever have big expenses coming up and you don't want to dip into credit lines uh, or you are getting behind on payments, those kind of things as well. All right. So real, real quick, Upcoming projects, I'll talk about this more on next month's proper report, but August, we're going to really focus on revamping our affiliate program now that we'll have our website, hopefully all functional. We're going to be working on some chat bot stuff, which will be fun. I have some potential exciting updates with the contract club. I have a meeting with a really savvy contractor right after this recording, and I'm going to talk to them about that. And then fine tuning some of our low ticket offers, which i will share more about on next week's episode. So that's all for this episode. Um, if you want to get a sneak peek at my bookkeeping, you can actually do that. We have a link at com forward slash Brayden's books. We'll put that link in the show notes. But you can actually see how I do my bookkeeping. It's a live view of updates throughout the year. Um, but And of course, I'll be back here probably in just a couple of weeks at this point for the July proper report. So stay tuned for that. you enjoyed the podcast, subscribe, leave a review, do all the things. And I'll be back in your earbuds soon for another episode. Have a good one. Hey there, before you go, I wanted to give a quick thanks. Thanks so much for tuning into the show. If you loved it, I would love for you to take a screenshot of the episode or snap a quick selfie while you are listening. Share it on social and give me a tag. It'll help other kick-ass entrepreneurs like yourself find the show. That's it for today. I'll be back soon with a new episode. Meanwhile, let's roll up our sleeves and unfuck that biz.